This episode of the podcast is brought to you by starting a competitive cooking show, but only knowing how to boil pasta, then getting mad at everyone telling them, this is my show, and then storm off. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Cruds, the podcast, the only podcast that has actually been dead for 17 years. <laughs> I'm Zach. And I'm Frank. And today we are here to discuss plot twists and which ones we think are the best. Some of the most iconic ones, mm-hmm. some of the ones that we found to be uh, truly uh, impactful. Yeah, I, I had like a week to kind of like look it over and like I, I looked up a bunch. Yeah. Um, and some of them are actually pretty good. And then I looked up like a couple of the unconventional ones. So I have like a good range of like new and old films. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're going to have some overlap in something. Uh, maybe. I don't know, actually. Maybe not. Hmm. I, I So I, I have a very select few amount. Really? I, I didn't like overdo it with the amount. I, I have four. Okay. So I don't know how many you have. So I maybe have, you should start off because have you have five okay. plus honorable mentions. All right. So... Uh, you should start off first, okay. and then we'll go back and forth, and then we'll end on you. Gotcha. I got, like, a very kind of, like, like a light one to start things off. Like, a very kind of, like, oh, it's a it's a plot twist, but it's, like, a very easy one. And that is from Watchmen, um, Ozymandias. So, at the very, very end of the, the film, um, you have, like, the scene where, like, Night Owl, Rorschach, Dr. Manhattan have gone to the Antarctic base for Ozymandias and we're like we're here to stop you and then the plot twist is that he set off the bombs 20 minutes before they got here and I don't know like for me it's a very small plot twist um mainly because in most superhero type films and comics like that the bad guys always are kind of like laid on the draw for like their schemes and Ozymandias being so smart and being so well-versed in, like, his, the people that he's going up against, deciding to drop the bombs 20 minutes beforehand or set them off, I mean, really just goes to show, like, his smart intelligence. And then at the same time, too, like, really kind of puts you through a loop of, like, oh, you can't stop the bad guy because the bad guy won 20 minutes before you got here. Yeah. So that was always one that like stuck with me. I don't uh, that you're talking about Zack Snyder's. Yes. Okay. I, I don't know I how you feel about it. I, what about Watchmen altogether? I feel like we've had conversations where it's like you love it, but also I feel like you don't like it at the same. I time. I haven't seen it in a very long time. Mm-hmm. I would ha- I have to rewatch it. I don't even remember any of that. Like you <laughs> really you explaining that? I literally do not remember that at all. Hmm. So I I have yeah, to I have to rewatch it. Yeah, when you they, had like this blank face of like, is that a plot twist? It, well, and I was I, like, what it is? But like, <laughs> I just don't remember it at all. Um, and I don't know if that's what happened in the comic book or what. But mm-hmm. uh, it's I just don't remember most of that. All all I remember is. I'm not locked in here with you. <laughs> You're locked in here. You're with locked me. in here with me, uh, which is fun. Uh, yeah, Rorschach's great. Uh, okay, so th- that's cool. Um, so my first pick is from 2001. Uh, Space Odyssey. No, uh, <laughs> the movie came out in 2001, and I am talking about The Others, uh, starring Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. Nope. Um, it's a horror film, sort of. Mm-hmm. Not really. It's it's a period piece, horror-ish. And I think it's a really, really good movie that nobody talks about anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got some really beautiful filmmaking in it, and it takes its time to really build out, out the, the characters and 
uh, I guess I'm going to kind of ruin it now because, by the way, yeah, spoiler alert for all of these. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> if you if you haven't heard of any or if you haven't seen a movie that we're going to talk about, sorry that we're going to ruin this. I feel like at um, this point, like most of these have been talked about. So probably, it's fine. but still, um, The Others is a really, really good movie and I highly recommend it. If you don't want to hear a spoiler, then uh, I would just say go and watch it. Skip to... 22 minutes, 30 seconds in. <laughs> Definitely not that far. <laughs> it's just me uh, yelling, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, The Others is a traditional haunted house film. Nicole Kidman's character has a few kids, and basically she is really kind of concerned because they have some disease. I don't remember what it's called, but the mm. disease that they have where they basically can't get any sunlight on them. So... Mm. Vampires. Basically. And they kind of have to, you know, walk around at night and they have to, you know, anytime a door gets opened, then before you can open up the next door, that one has to be closed because we can't have any type of uh, possibility of, you know, light coming in or whatever. Uh, and then she gets a house, uh, like a caretaker, and then there she, you know, is basically teaching them the type of stuff that they have to do. And throughout the film, there's a haunt, there's hauntings and things that are happening. And doors are getting opened and closed, and obviously, again, blinds always have to be have to be down. And then mm. the blinds miraculously are are up, and it's like, who did this? And she's blaming the caretakers, and blah blah blah. blah. So you're getting a lot of bump in the night. You're hearing things, um, and it's it's kind of a classic horror film in in a in a haunted house sense. Mm-hmm. And then it gets revealed, and I'm telling you, like just 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 talking about it, it makes me smile because it's so fucking smart. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is, is it turns out that Nicole Kidman and her family are actually the ghosts Mm. and they have been dead this entire time. And the, the, the things that they're hearing and seeing are the new homeowners who are trying to just live their lives in the house. So they're opening up the windows and closing the doors and doing things. And then... Nicole Kidman is actually closing the doors mm. and and lowering the blinds. Gotcha. And then it turns into the the family is having like a séance because they're realizing that their house is haunted and Nicole Kidman is like screaming mm. and she's like get throwing out of my house and she's throwing papers and everything and then you're in the real world or in the in the in the current uh, time yeah. and the papers are just flying around by themselves and 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 it's it's a really smart and fun plot twist that if you haven't seen the movie and and you watch it for the first time, you're like, what? <laughs> like, it's just really, mm-hmm. you know, it takes a classic tale and, and throws a a much needed ending on something that we've seen a million times. Because how many times have we seen a horror film that's, this is the haunting, this is the ghost, they bring in the paranormal experts, they try to fucking vet it out, somebody gets possessed, and then eventually they they sort of win, and then and then that's it. Yeah. This one adds a much a breath of, fle- of fresh air in that in that genre. It's very like sixth sense, like turned on its head. Yeah. So that's it's cool. A, it's really smart. I like that. That was one of the ones that I came across too, and I was like, I have no idea what this is. Oh, okay. It's good. The movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> All right. So my next one. I don't know. Like, I, I think, again, we've talked about this. Um, one of the biggest plot twists that I think I've seen when I was, like, in the range of, like, 15 to 16 years old watching films was the plot twist of Old Boy. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about the 2003 one. Yeah. Because that's the good one. <laughs> Not to say that Josh Brolin didn't do okay of a job. It's just they went full force with yeah, the plot that one, twist. Yeah, that one on goes one. hard. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing of, like, 
Daisu, I believe I'm pronouncing yep. that right. So the whole thing with Daisu, like just from the beginning, this mystery of like him just in an open field coming out of this chest, like this this treasure chest almost, right, yeah. and then having no recollection of who he is, and then trying to like piece together the puzzle, and then trying to like kind of come to grips with like finding this woman and like you know this is who's like helping me and then they they kind of fall in love um and they end up having sex and then the big plot twist at the end that's revealed is that while both their memories were like wiped of this thing that's his daughter yep. and it's just like this crazy crazy movie i'm not doing it justice because like the whole movie itself is like way better um, then you explaining yes. it in two minutes yeah it's definitely better yes. than that i mean the whole idea of like the mystery itself and like the the scenes itself and like daisu just as a character is fantastic and then the reasoning for like the pro or the antagonist like for doing everything yeah. is nuts and boiling down to the very very end when daisu decides like you know i'm gonna cut out my own tongue so i can never speak of this yeah is insane mm -hmm. i remember i watched it and i was just like that and then the hallway hammer fight scene the hammer fight scene is is because it's just one take yeah, yeah. and it's amazing <laughs> the choreography in that movie is really really good mm -hmm. that's a that is like a a dirty fucking like just like grindhouse yeah. dirty movie mm -hmm. but it's really good <laughs> it's like it's like the first like i spit on your grave it's like that where it's just like it's, yeah you want to look away but you want to see what happens next yeah um cool all right so my next one is 1997's the game uh directed by my boy david fincher mm -hmm. starring uh michael douglas and Sean Penn, actually. Ooh. And uh, this movie is borderline the most convoluted fucking plot I have ever, like, watched. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely balls to the walls insane. So, uh, I assume you've probably never seen the game. Nope. So, David Fincher made, in my opinion, again, one of the most insane movies. And it... It borders on almost being too much. And mm -hmm. then it goes too much and it seems very self-aware. And you're like, okay, like I'm giving, like, it's fine. Like mm -hmm. it's, it, I'm giving myself to it. Uh, basically it's about this guy, Michael Douglas's character, who's just really, really rich. And he's kind of got his, everything is fine. And he basically just seems very bored because like he has everything. Right. Um, so his brother, Sean Penn is mm -hmm. like, okay, well, Hey, there's this thing, um, that uh that I can like give you give to you for your birthday because he, basically he's like don't buy me anything I already have everything that I need so his brother's like I can give you something that you definitely don't and it's basically just to spice up your life and it's kind of just literally a game so there's a company that gets brought in that just starts like fucking with you so they they start putting cameras everywhere in your house and you don't know what the hell is real and what's not and you don't know if a homeless man that is walking on the street begging for money is part of the game or is <laughs> oh, it okay. just is it just a real homeless man so really the entire movie is a plot twist. so the whole movie you don't you don't know what the hell's going on mm -hmm. and it builds up to the ending where they he basically is like i'm done with this i'm over it i am finished um and he ends up going to the headquarters of the place and 
he breaks in and he fucking yo it's absolutely insane he breaks in he ends up shooting a bunch of people (laughs) and uh his brother shows up at the end and he's like you know, it, it was all like, it's all a joke. You passed like, congratulations. Like this oh, is like the final season. party. And then he shoots his brother. Mm. Right. And then you're like, Oh my God, he just killed his brother. And then it turns out that he ends up deciding to kill himself. So he's like, I just shot my brother. I, I, I did, you know, I didn't mean to do that. Basically he kills he, his whole life is in shambles. Mm-hmm. He thinks that he lost all of his money because he ends up giving out like his bank account information to a phone call. <laughs> it's insane. Oh my God. It's so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so he ends up jumping off the roof of the, of the, of like the, the uh, building that they're on mm-hmm. and he crashes through the ceiling of like this glass ceiling, big ballroom. And they have a giant, uh, like inflatable bed there that, like, that they use if people try to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and he lands on it and then it turns out that the whole headquarters scene was all completely like him shooting his brother. That was all fake. Oh, cool. They had prop guns. Mm. His brother's alive. It was absolutely insanity. Like if you want to watch a movie that just makes you go, what, (laughs) what? And then just keep going higher in octaves because you can't believe what the hell's happening. Watch that movie. It is so fun. But dark mm-hmm. and absolutely a f- mind fuck. God damn, it's insane. That's nuts. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an intense <laughs> That's, movie. It's like it almost reminds me of like how Parasite was, where like I'm just every 20 minutes I'm jaw dropped by what the yeah, story is it's doing. It's absolutely next. insane. It's okay. really good though. It's fun. So on to an oldie, but a goodie, but a goodie. Um, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Yeah, the it's a, it's a the, the classic. It, it's it's a classic, it's like the plot iconic twist. plot twist. Exactly, like, and I'm talking about when you find out that Norman Bates's mother has been dead this whole time, and Norman Bates is actually doing all of the murders. Right. Um. Obviously, for nowadays, it's kind of like a oh, you can kind of like see it pieced together. But back then, when the film first came out. I have to imagine it's probably one of the biggest plot twists to ever happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and still is pretty well known just because Norman Bates's character is so well made where you feel like something's off, but overall you're like, wow, he's just like a decent guy. He's just been like disturbed because his mother is like an asshole to him. Yeah. And it just kind of like boils to where it's like, you almost believe like there's no way he could ever do this. Right. And then he's so nice. Exactly. He's and got those kind eyes. Oh, <laughs> that smile. Yeah. You're like, you're just, you can't hurt anybody. I love him. Yeah. He's really good. And then you get the point where it's like they turn around the chair and the skeleton with the mother's clothes. Right. Even though it has hair. Right. But does hair grow from your skull now? Right. No. <laughs> no. Doesn't make sense. Exactly. <laughs> but hey, it's for the it's effect. A wig. It's yeah. a wig. <laughs> it's for the effect. Yeah. But that was just one where it's like, man, like it just always stuck with me. It was like such a huge plot twist. Yeah, it's it's it is the most iconic plot twist of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. So my next pick is the king of plot twists. And if you go to any of his movies, you yep. of course have to anticipate something. That's why I didn't pick it. Um, well, I didn't pick probably what you think I was going to pick, but I ended up picking 2016 Split. So I didn't want to do the um whatever fucking I see dead people yeah I didn't want to do six cents because those are that that one's like done. Was there a plot twist for Lady in the Water? I don't feel like Uh, it. I don't know if I've ever seen Lady in the Water. 
The I only, think I tried to get through it, and I was like, this is not for me. The only thing I remember is the one guy that's jacked on one side of his body. And that's I don't it. even remember that. <laughs> um, so Split came out in 2016, and obviously M. Night Shyamalan directed it. And uh, it is, I was, I I will say that, I've, I've, said, I've told you this story a million times, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to go into deep, into deep with it, but... The cinematic experience definitely enhanced the plot twist because everybody in the fucking theater lost their minds mm-hmm. um, because they were true, real fans of M. Night Shyamalan and they were like just so happy that he actually made a good movie for once. <laughs> um, it's been a while, but he redeemed himself with that. Yeah, and basically I was a little underwhelmed because, you you know, the whole movie you're, you're basically with James McAvoy's character and you're, and he ends up like, he's talking about, Oh, did you ever see split? Yeah. Okay. So then he's like talking about the beast, the beast, the Mm -hmm. beast. And then the beast ends up being real. Like he ends up literally kind of turning into this freak of nature. And he has like true superhero strength and superhuman strength. And I was a little underwhelmed where I was like, Oh, is that the twist that like the beast is real? Mm -hmm. It's like, eh, like, Mm -hmm. okay. But then the real plot twist comes in that is the movie is taking place in the unbreakable universe Mm -hmm. and you have the last final shot. You have that unbreakable theme song that starts playing and then you have um, what's his name? Bruce Willis at the bar sitting at the bar and somebody says something and he ends up going glass and the theater lost their fucking minds. I mean, people were literally like grabbing each other, shaking each mm-hmm. other. Um, and it was probably the most fun I've had w- in a plot twist because everybody was just so happy. It's probably the most like in our world setting of a plot twist because it's like M. Night Shyamalan created a superhero universe 12 years before, before anybody else did. Yeah. It's it, it was truly iconic. Yeah. Unbreakable and Split I saw, and then I was like, oh, man, that's crazy. And then I never saw Glass. I didn't see Glass either, but I've heard mixed things, so I'm kind of fra- afraid to watch it because yeah. I hope he doesn't – I hope he didn't ruin it. I saw Old. Mm-hmm. Old was the worst movie. Was it? It, it was so it like bad. somewhat intriguing. No, man. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Rant time. These – now, I'm not going to go too far into it, but all I'm going to say is these are career worst performances mm. from actors that have – shown themselves to be very good actors. Mm. I have never... I have to imagine that it was his direction. Dude, the dialogue is awful. The The way that he... T- it's, it's like he's trying to be Yorgos Lanthimos, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, it's kind of quirky dialogue, and it's kind of interesting. It is just horrible. I know the... I forget his name all the time. It's like Aram something, I think. But um, the the son from Hereditary. I know he was in it. Yeah, yeah. And he's good. Like I loved him in the Hereditary. Guy from the Naked Brothers Band. Yeah, and I I loved him in Pig. <laughs> yeah, he was great in Pig. You saw Pig? Oh yeah. You didn't tell me that. No, I didn't. You like Pig? Twist? Was it? Yeah. All right. What the <laughs> hell? Did you like Pig? I have mixed things about I it. I really love Pig. I I I I'm I have in it. the boat where it's like I think I love it, It'll but I have to like watch it sit again. And, sit with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Split has a really great plot twist. All right. I got two left. I have one. K, the plot twist from Blade Runner 2049. Mm. You are, again, we've talked about Blade Runner 2049 a lot, but I think the plot twist for it is pretty unique because it's like, it goes off of the plot twist from the original, but then adds like a whole nother, ha ha, fuck you, gotcha, <laughs> at the end, because... Half of the movie, you're kind of with K 
going through like him trying to like solve this puzzle of like you know what's going on like um who's doing everything like how does this all connect to me and you get the flashbacks of like in the weird like factory of like the little horse statue and you start to believe that like oh fuck like k might actually be human he might not be a replicant right and you get like these points where it's like you know his emotion level spikes and you're starting to see symptoms where it's like you know he is probably human like he's not it's not like him going out and like taking 12 bullets and walking it off right it's like him getting shot and like actually being hurt and by the end of it when you find out that like no these were implanted memories he is a replicant and it's not him i just thought it was just kind of like this crazy thing where you're with this character and you're almost hoping that he's human at this point just so in that way he can kind of get like some kind of closure for his life and then you get the the fuck you of like no it's not you like yeah. you're not special yeah and it's just like my god like we've just sat with this character for this long and you can see how heartbroken he is but then he understands who is the actual human and what this is all for and he kind of like in a sense, gets that, like, closure from it. Yeah. Like, he understands, like, okay, I played a part in this. I was a pawn, but I was a goddamn good pawn. <laughs> and then he dies. Yes, and then he dies <laughs> in the snow. <laughs> but it's still, it, it was one of, like, the more recent ones where I was just like, wow, this is a little unconventional, but, like, really good. Yeah. All right, my final one that I chose was Sam Mendez's American Beauty from 1999. So, American mm. Beauty... Not only has one plot twist, has two plot twists, mm -hmm. and uh, of course, starring Kevin Spacey. Whatever you think about him, I don't mm -hmm. care. Uh, I just watched the uh, the dinner scene like a couple of hours ago too. From from American Beauty. Oh really? Why? Just I I like scrolled through like Instagram and I follow like a page where it's like they they have like movie clips and it's one of them that was on there and I was just like my God I love this movie it's really good, um so you kind of have two plot twists that one builds into the next mm -hmm. the first plot twist being that the neighbor the military dad is actually a homosexual mm -hmm. and he is basically like beating his son and abusing his son and. He ends up thinking that his son is having a homosexual relationship with his with his, uh, you know, with Kevin Spacey. And he is getting so built up and angry about it. And then it turns out that he ends up going over there and he kisses him. Mm -hmm. And Kevin Spacey's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I'm, I don't know what you're <laughs> trying to do here, but no, 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 I'm not interested in that. So that's like, oh, shit. Like, he's I, wrong. It's just, well, it's just more like, oh, my God, like you're like it, it makes sense now. It, you know, it's like, oh, this guy is like being overly masculine because he's actually just trying to suppress his like real feelings. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's probably so pissed off all the time. Um, and then you get the second plot twist, which is Kevin Spacey's wife in the movie decides that she's going to go kill him. Yeah. So she walks out with her. She, you know, she goes to the house with the pistol and. And Kevin Spacey's just, like, sitting there, like, eating dinner at the table. And then the pistol goes up to his head. And then, you know, the shot gets fired. And, and, he, and, he, and his head's blown off. And he's, and he's dead. And you're like, okay, she killed him. No, no, no. Mm -mm. The dad came mm -hmm. back and shot him. And that, to me, was a really smart plot twist using the first one as a device to get to the second one. Mm -hmm. 
and using that one character as your kind of antagonist the entire movie and then becoming like a villain at yeah. the end basically <laughs> um and i thought it was uh, truly iconic and it's a great it's a great uh it's a great plot twist that i don't know every time i watch it i'm like it's still fucking great it is like Aged that like fine wine yeah it is that thing where it's like plot twists are so good when it's like it makes you think that something's going to happen and then leads you down a completely path and then comes back to that. And it's like, okay, you were right the whole time, but yeah. now it's like, fuck, got me. Yeah, yeah. Good on you. Yep. Um, last one and then honorable mentions. I'm not going to go like crazy on this because I think that this is also one that's like kind of been so well known for so long. And that is the original Planet of the Apes, the ending, when you get the main character that the entire time has been thinking like, okay, I'm on this crazy alien planet where like monkeys are ruling the entire thing yeah and then he comes across on the beach and sees the statue of liberty my god you (laughs) you blew it up you bastards (laughs) and it's just like that it's such a perfect ending where it's like you don't even need to do anything else with it you just know that he lost because he is on earth like there is no him getting off with the spaceship and going back to earth He's there, and he has to deal with what's going on. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I loved it. Honorable mentions. A couple of few of them. Okay. Uh, nothing too, too crazy. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Goodnight Mommy. Uh, with the two boys? Yes. With the mom it's that like gets a, like a nose job or whatever. Yeah, it's like a weird... like. Yeah, um, I never actually finished it. Like I wasn't Norwegian. really into it. What? I wasn't really into it. I ended up like not finishing it. The plot twist is actually pretty good. I don't want to ruin it then because like if you're going to watch it eventually... Okay. But um, it, the plot twist makes the movie. Like, it's pretty good for it. Um, obviously, Fight Club, Tyler Durden. Yeah. Um, the Orphan. When you, I, I when you find out that the girl is 40. <laughs> that movie sucks. That movie had great makeup work. <laughs> Amazing. I thought that the kid was a kid the entire time. And it was. But it, they made her look like a 40-year-old. Right. Great stuff. And then, obviously, Luke, I am your father. Which doesn't... In- in hindsight, it doesn't make sense for that plot twist to actually work because no. it got released before understanding all of that. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Those are some truly iconic ones. Yeah. I'm glad that we didn't have a single overlap. I know. I was surprised. Yeah, I went for the deep cuts. Yeah. I went for, like, like obscure ones and kind of, like, old school ones just to kind of be like, okay, I know if he picks something, like, recent, then yeah. I'm in the clear. Yeah, no, I was good. Mm-hmm. I was a good boy. Nice. All right, Zach, you have a recommendation? I do. I know we're a little late. Um, one, because we were out last week. And then and two, because we're pregnant. Oh, guys. We're late. Our registry's out. <laughs> Send to us. It's just all Legos. <laughs> um, so I know we're a little late for it, but I just want to give a shout out. Something that was like a big part of my teenage years um, was the development company Bungie creating Halo. And so what, what are we late on? What? What are we late on? Uh, the fact that a few weeks back, the Halo servers finally went down. Um, like, they're it's just done. Like, hey, you can't play Halo online? No. Oh. Um, not okay. unless you have Master Chief Collection for, like, the Xbox One. Okay. But, I'm not a gamer, so I don't know any of this. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> but that's also because Bungie got bought out by Microsoft. So oh, okay. Bungie, the independent company that made Halo such an iconic video game that shaped my teenage years like i would come home every day with my friends and we would just play halo 
and we would go online every now and again, but most of the time we just played like all four of us. Play locally. Just did whatever we wanted. We did Firefight, we did Capture the Flag, we did Infection, um, and it was just one of those things where it's like, that was my childhood, and now that it's gone, it's just so weird. Yeah. Um, I haven't picked it up in like a while, but still, it's like, you know, it was something, and now yeah. it's not. Right. Um. I'm waiting until co-op comes out for the new one of Halo Infinite to see like if that kind of sparks anything back again. But just, I guess, more like a thank you to Bungie and a thank you to Halo for what they were. Well, that's not a recommendation. It's a recommendation to go play it. <laughs> <laughs> go play games that you can't play. Yeah. <laughs> you know all about that. All go right. play Frogger. All right. So, uh, Zach, what are we doing next? Well, Frank, we are going to be doing something that we actually had somebody mentioned to us like hey you should check this out and i'll go more into detail of like what that consists of in the episode but we are going to be doing a netflix movie called horse girl i know you've seen it i know you're not like the biggest fan well i, I saw it once and i'll i'll, I'll give it a second chance okay we'll, I'm, we'll see how i feel Let's see, we'll see how it aged for me yeah i literally have just been watching the trailers and i'm like there's no way that this can be bad like it looks good and then it's also got um i always forget her name but she's in it I have no idea. Not Audrey Plaza. Somebody else that looks like Audrey Plaza. Okay, I'll, cool. I'll figure it out when we get there. That's that's the point. All, All right, right, cool. Um, So, Horse Girl on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Cool. Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Now, Frank, roll the credits. <laughs>